Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Accelerating your fandom, this is Flash TV Talk. Welcome to Flash TV Talk, the fan podcast dedicated to news, reviews, and more for the hit CW show, The Flash. I'm Bo. And I'm Bell. Bell, man, how you doing tonight? You know what? I'm doing all right. I took my dog to the dog park today, and he is now thoroughly tired, so he won't be chewing on my walls while I'm in here recording. Also good. That is uh, <laughs> always yes. good. You know, I've got uh, my dog, Isley, who's uh, typically hanging out in the back. She's been uh, she's been pretty good. She's been pretty good most uh, recording sessions. So, uh, yeah, yeah, well, you got to get the dog podcast trained. That's that's part of it. Yeah. And, and, you know, uh, you know, luckily my roommates in the other room, so he has somebody that can give him attention because that's his thing, right? If he doesn't get attention constantly, he's like, I'm going to go and like be destructive and chew on stuff. Uh, yep. That's what you got to do. Uh, Hey man, we've got a awesome show uh, to talk about tonight. Uh, you know, I, I want to kind of clear up something real quick for those who may have uh, looked for us on Facebook live, uh, this past week when we, when we broadcasted live, we had some issues with Facebook. I, I don't know what was going on. I don't know if it was an internet connection thing or the software that we use, but uh, one way or the other, uh, it all it all shut down on us. So uh, so it was a no go for this particular episode. Uh, I think we'll probably be able to get it all back in working order for next week. But we are broadcasting live on Mixler, Mixler.com slash Pottery, which uh, I guess is either our primary or secondary, depending on how uh, how consistent <laughs> Facebook wants to be in the future. Yeah, and, and how much you know Facebook doesn't want us blasting share uh you know so i think that i think that's the main issue here is that facebook was like we can't have that video well see that's the thing that's the thing and for the podcast audience they don't they don't know this man in fact actually mo- nobody knows this we were uh, as we were trying to troubleshoot you said something about a squeaky chair and i thought you said something about a squeaky share and so i i figured that that just meant you wanted share and so i thought uh why not play a little share and and i happened to just jump directly to probably one of the most relevant uh, share videos to, or at least the most appropriate for flash TV talk. Uh, if I could turn back time where share dances, uh, on, uh, a, a battleship of sorts and, uh, doubly appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's probably the only appropriate thing about that video, but one way or the other, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the, very- the, the only, the only share video that correlates at least somewhat with flash TV talk would be the video for, if I could turn back time, this is absolutely true. And I got to tell you, man, we got an episode tonight that is going to be about turning back time, but that's all for speedster speculation for now, man, let's go ahead and jump into the rundown. The rundown. Episode three of season three, Magenta, directed by Armin V. Kervokian. Kervokian? Kevorkian. 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 Any relation to the doctor, the good doctor? I highly doubt it, but story by... Judelina Neria and David Cobb. A couple of uh, complicated names on this one. Just just a few. Bell, what happened this episode? Well, Barry and Iris go out for a date with Barry not trying to be the Flash. However, Cisco calls them when a breach opens up. Harry and Jesse come with Jesse revealing that she has super speed from the dark matter that hit her. Harry has Cisco and Caitlin run tests on Jesse while also trying to get them to talk Jesse out of becoming a superhero. 
Wally is disappointed that he doesn't have powers and talks to Joe about it. Meanwhile, a man was hit with a lamppost and the man's foster daughter, Frankie, is brought in to make a statement. Julian finds out that Frankie has metahuman DNA and Frankie's alternate personality, Magenta, is awakened. Magenta admits that she attacked her abusive foster dad and Barry learns that Magenta got her powers from Dr. Alchemy. When Wally finds out that she triggered her powers from a car nearly hitting, nearly hitting her, he, uh, ah, he tries to do the same. Jesse saves Wally, but it leads to arguments between Harry and Jesse and between Barry and Wally. Magenta goes to the Central City Hospital where her foster father is recovering to destroy the building with a tanker ship. While everyone evacuates the building, Barry attempts to hold the tanker. Since Barry can't hold the tanker and confront Magenta, Harry sends Jesse to help. Barry is able to talk Frankie into gaining control over Magenta. Frankie's foster father will be sent to prison for abuse and she will be adopted by a kind family in Keystone City. Harry realizes that he can't stop Jesse and decides to support her decision, so they decide to stay for a few days while also giving Jesse her own suit. Barry and Iris go on their date again, but Barry but with Barry using his powers. Barry gets a call from Joe who shows him and Julian the video of Clarice being attacked in prison. Man, oh man. Okay, look, there's a lot to unpack in this episode. I personally give this episode the alternate title of uh, the one where all the kids need therapy. Yes, yes. This is this is definitely a uh, Flash season three therapy edition. Right, right. Like all of the, uh, you know, we got we've got uh, uh, Jesse Quick, who we'll dive into here more in a moment. We got Wally. We've got Magenta. We've we've got all of these these young kids, and every single one of them, I feel like they all they they need to do group, and then they also need to do the thing with the couch where they lie on the couch and they say, you know, tell me about your childhood, and like, well, I'll tell you about my childhood. It's happening right now. And it sucks. <laughs> well, the, the the couch thing was definitely for uh, for Frankie's dad. Like he he needed some some assistance there. It seemed, dude. Uh, yeah, I, he needs some assistance straight up to jail. Are you kidding me, man? That guy was messed up. Oh yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. That's like you know, it's 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 he needs the therapy. He's got to figure out where all that anger comes from uh, in prison, mind you. He needs to figure that out in prison, right? With right. The prison psychiatrist. There you go. Not saying that he doesn't need to go to prison because he totally does. But oh, well, we'll talk about we'll talk about you know the uh, uh, what what uh, what ones come up and should look like when it's all said and done. Uh, but, uh, but man, we kick off this episode, like you mentioned, of course, we got Barry and Iris starting their first date, doing that awkward thing. And, and I think that like most people uh, who have, who've, who've gone on that first date with someone you've known for a long time, you know, there, there's a super element here because there's the superpowers and everything. But there's always that kind of like, oh, well, we know each other. We're friends with each other, but we're going on a date. So how do we act around each other? Like, you know, do we need to pretend? Miserable. That's how you act. <laughs> It was a little rough, though. I got to tell you, man, Barry be balling. He took her to like this restaurant. He's like, yeah, I don't even worry about the prices. And this time he didn't steal stuff on the way there. He actually paid <laughs> for the flowers. That was I was glad they showed the paying with the money right there. I still think I know, that's a little I know, I know that was directly in response to one of our podcasts, how we've mentioned how he steals stuff constantly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you you know that for a fact. I know that. I know that that uh, Judelina and David listen to our show regularly. And they were like, well, you know, we, we got to like settle this issue once and for all. You know, I got to tell you, man, there, there's been some uh, there there. We, we've the, the listeners have been giving us credit for a lot of nods in, in Flash and Arrow lately. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more in, in the in the feedback. I don't know. I think some of it's just a coincidence. But I will say this, Judelina, uh, David, y'all come on the show. Y'all want to y'all listen. Y'all come on. I think that'd be great. Because um, yeah, we know you do. You too, Armin. You can come on too. Well, Bell, Bell knows. Arm, yeah, Armin, come on. Kevorkian? Are you kidding me? Your name is Kevorkian. Like, that's crazy. That's that's insane. Who who has a name like that? 
but yeah, man, there is kind of this, uh, they've got this, this kind of awkwardness that I think a lot of people can relate to. And I I love uh, these shows with kind of the, uh, you know, the, the relevant kind of real world scenarios that are hyped up because of super situations. I dig that, man. And I got to tell you, I've always been team virus or team West Allen or Westalin. I know. Look, that's, that's the virus. I well, look, man, I got a virus bad. Okay. And there is no cure for the virus that I got, but I will say this, <laughs> look, the vast fan community is all about the Westalin. So if, the, if it's Westalin, fine, I am a Westalin fan. Westalin, by the way, sounds like a hotel name. I don't care. I love it. I'm all about these guys. And so Westalin it, sounds like a Victorian child's name. Westalin come down for dinner immediately. <laughs> That's a little bit, a little bit. That's uh, is a Julian grew up with, uh, with Westalin. <laughs> and yes. West, <laughs> Exactly. Westerlin. I I'm I can't stand you, Westerlin. I'm going to grow up and I'm going to go to America and I'm going to uh reinvent myself. I say Westerlin, yes. You must <laughs> You must come down. Yes. I went to America. I did it's a British nice. I did a British accent earlier today to a British woman and I said, I'm sorry, was that offensive? And she said, No, that's just it's just terribly off. It isn't or something like that. <laughs> so I can't do Well, one. there's so many different that's the thing, is like there's so many different accents uh throughout the UK that like, you know, you can't just say Oh, this is a British accent. It's like, well, from where in Britain? Well, our our local central city Brit uh, is, uh, you know, on on the scene. He did not. Julian did not have as much to do in this episode in particular. Now, there was kind of the uh, the whole mention of alchemy and him kind of making a comment and walking off, you know, adding to this idea that, of course, uh, Julian is alchemy. Although now I'm kind of starting to back off on that theory. I'm starting to think maybe they're leaning into that so hard that perhaps he actually is not alchemy. The, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Right. Because it, it's always like, Oh, we got the dude, the new, the new character this season. And he turns out to be the bad guy. Right. Right. I mean like, and we can't do that three seasons in a row. Well, they can. And I wouldn't be surprised if they did, but now I'm starting to wonder like, maybe it's almost like a wink and a nod type deal. Like oh yeah no no you think you think it's gonna be this we're gonna we're gonna rock your world you want you want a crazy theory I'm gonna throw out there yeah let's do it Captain Singh Captain Singh is Doctor Alchemy yep Captain Singh is Doctor Alchemy haven't seen Singh all season well no we saw him briefly after Barry reset the timeline but there was that whole thing this episode where uh, West or uh, where uh, uh, Papa Joe is like you know uh, you know Captain Singh wants us to take a look at this and yada yada here's my theory I think that Captain Singh is going to be this is I mean I know it's out there but it's my wild theory Captain Singh is alchemy and uh and in this timeline he's evil and also unmarried because that's the thing right he's supposed to end up with Pied Piper Pied Piper we know from previous or at least we can assume similar to his status in the last timeline has a redeemed path perhaps Pied Piper will redeem Singh as alchemy and the two will go off and uh, live happily ever after. So there you go. That's my wild theory. You ready for that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could see something along the lines of Julian being uh, he becomes aware of the Flashpoint universe <laughs> and okay. realizes that he either won't exist or will exist in a lesser context in the regular universe were it to be established. And perhaps he joins forces with alchemy to defeat the flash or thwart him. But I don't, I don't think that he is alchemy. I, I hope he's not alchemy. And that, that would, it'd be one of those things where you'd be like, eh, okay. As opposed to like, Oh snap. You know, like one of those kind of reveals. Alchemy seems like it an, will more be like, yeah. Alchemy seems like an odd choice to me for this to, to facilitate this role of being, you know, kind of like this, this, I, I I don't even know what the right phraseology is here, but he he's he's somehow aware of Flashpoint. He's able to give people the powers that they had in Flashpoint. 
it just seems odd to me that alchemy and, and on top of that, it's alchemy who granted, I mean, he, he is a, uh, you know, he, I mean, he's, he's, he's a, he's a rogue. He is a villain. He is a comic book character. Okay. Um, can I stop you right there and just ask, I, I don't know anything about Dr. Alchemy. What do you know about doc? Clue me in just for a second. Just, it, yes. Okay. I know he's a rogue. I, I get that. But like, I don't even know anything like what is his power set? Does he, does he transmute stuff into gold? Is that his power? Like, come here, flash. I'll transmute you into gold. <laughs> Like, is that what he is? Like, I don't, I don't know. Okay. So, comics. so Dr. Alchemy, there's been a couple of different alchemy. And actually at one point, wasn't he called like elements or Mr. Element? That's what it was. Uh, there's been a couple of different people who have been Dr. Alchemy, right? So theoretically that lends the idea that perhaps someone else other than the characters, you know, the, the uh, aliases from the comics could be the next Dr. Alchemy or this universe or timelines, Dr. Alchemy. So that's, that's kind of part of it. Uh, you know, uh, Wanna Pineapple saying in the chat, he was very much a golden age villain who really isn't used much in recent years. Uh, the character, you know, I think, uh, I'm actually kind of, kind of combing through here because honestly, I don't remember ever reading a comic with Dr. Alchemy in it. Uh, I know, in fact, when we did our first rogues rumble a few years ago, we needed to pad out our bracket. And so we, we accidentally put in Dr. Alchemy and Mr. Element who are technically the same character. <laughs> Because I was just trying to scramble to get some extra rogues in there. And uh, although technically, I mean, arguably, you know, depends on who, you know, who, who is what. Well, it's kind of like Power Man versus Luke Cage. Yeah, they're the same guy, but. No, not, not, not even that. It's, it's more like Reverse Flash versus uh, Prof- Professor Zoom. Technically, there are two individuals who have used I- either or both names at one point in their career. Okay. Okay. So it's not. It's it's different people using the alchemy name as opposed to the same person using different names. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, different different folks. Uh, the, but I think the idea has always gone around the idea of changing the elemental structure of something. Uh, the dealing with chemistry and to some extent physiology physiology of of some sort. Um, there's the uh, philosopher's stone, if I'm not mistaken, uh, which is kind of the the source of of their power. Um, but I, I got to tell you, man, it just it seems. Which was the stone that he zapped Barry with? Did he zap Barry with the stone? I don't remember. Yeah, that. he had a stone in his hand. I, okay. I, that's got to be the 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 alchemist stone. The, well, the philosopher's stone. But but they, sorry, the philosopher's stone. They very yeah. well may re- rename it. I mean, it could be something completely different. Thing well, is, I mean that that's that's the you know in alchemy the philosopher's stone is the you know in the in the classical you know alchemy and in, in that sense like the philosopher's stone is is the is the key to alchemy. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, that, that that's like a. a I say real thing as in like that's a uh, uh, an actual thing from the fake study of alchemy. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, one way or the other, man, he, um, you know, they, he just he seems like an an odd choice. I, I'll just put it that way. He seems like an odd choice to be this villain, especially since we haven't gotten Mirror Master. Uh, and, you know, I, I obviously I don't want to spoil what's coming up. But if you saw the preview for next week, we are going to get a Mirror Master in the near future. It would seem get to hype. me. Yeah, no, I'm totally hyped for Mirror Master. I just I kind of. I'm concerned because I'm kind of seeing that he's going to be more of a joke character, whereas he really could have been the the cross universe uh, uh, character of some sort. Well, I, I think I've talked about it before on the show, but I, I, I really do think that Dr. Alchemy is going to be a character that is going to set up the uh, the crossover between all the uh, all the different shows. Nah, and. And that, that after that, kind of like Guy of Vandal Savage, you know, he was the villain for the, you know, uh, for the crossover last year. And that maybe he's just going to be 
you know, a beginning of the season villain. He'll work in the crossover episode and then be defeated there or something like that. Of course, there's there's other things that are spoilery about what the crossover is about. And I'm not going to go into that. Right. But. Right. And at this point we've seen in the preview what what's coming. So and based on the tone that they've kind of presented uh, mirror master, at least that power set in, uh, I would be surprised if, if they put him at that, that kind of grand level. But, um, you know, I will say this for alchemy. They, they've designed him in such a way that there is kind of almost like an emperor Palpatine type of uh, thing going on. And they're certainly setting up the character of Wally, uh, to be tempted by the dark side, so to speak. You know, he he's at this place where he wants power. You know, he he he's got this longing for to be a speedster without really any indication for it, other than the fact that now we've got Jesse on the scene and and you know, she was hit by the exact same dark matter that he was hit with. Therefore, you know, shouldn't he have powers as well? I mean, he he goes so far, and I think this is insanely crazy and this is where he gets his therapy need he throws himself in front of a car just for the sole purpose of trying to see if he had powers and that is not a normal thing that normal children well-adjusted children do (laughs) (laughs) well you know that's one of those things that i used to do when i was a kid i'd be like well hmm, you know maybe if i go stand next to a nuclear explosion i'll get gamma ray powers and turn into the hulk or you know uh maybe if i douse myself in radioactive chemicals i'll get special powers like you know Whatever. And it, and it turns out I just, you know, got horrible diseases as a child. Yeah, that's 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 what happens. That's what happens. Yeah. So, uh, kids, if you want superpowers, don't play in toxic waste. <laughs> Have you seen the meme of Wally that's kind of been going around? I don't know. It's it's all in like my, it's it's all like mean. superhero origins where he's kind of like, wait, so what's this I hear about a radioactive spider? Or, uh, hey, you got any more of those gamma radiation or something like that? Like he's doing everything he can to try to get superpowers. But yeah, man, Wally, Wally at this point, I mean, he is, you know, he's, he's wishing that he could be more active, wishing he could be more involved, wishing he could be a speedster. You know, he's got this teenage rebellion thing that has been pretty strong throughout his, his character journey. But, you know, Jesse being back has really kind of ramped this up to 11. Uh, now, man, Jesse, I am digging Jesse. As soon as she came running through the speed cannon and like just running around in circles around everything, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. Like, I was so ready to see her and Wells, or I'm sorry, Harry's relationship because now Harry, you know, he's he's got his family back. Uh, but now he has to deal with like this super speedster teenager, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and, and, and her coming through and just being all like super speedster, like running around and like, you know, doing like a thousand million laps on the, uh, on the speed track in the lab. What do they call that? The, 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 I, I don't think that they have a name for that is the speed lab was the name of the, uh, the lab. Yeah. But it's got like a track on it. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't, I don't recall. I mean, it, it kind of takes the place of the, uh, the particle accelerator in terms of just, you know, running around in circles. Uh, but I'm yeah. talking about even before that, when she just, she just jumps out there and she's just running all over that little room. Yeah, and, no, that's great. Like I, I, that, that, that's exactly what a teenager with super speed would do. <laughs> just want to use it constantly, just running around, showing off. I thought that was brilliant. I, got, I loved it. I got two kids. Do not give them super speed. Please do not <laughs> give them super speed. Uh, but no, no, dude, I, I I was digging her, man. I thought that, um, you know, her power set, obviously very much Barry's power set. They keep they kept on referring to her getting hit with dark matter. Now, I would actually argue that it was dark matter, obviously, infused with speed force because it was technically Barry, Right. Like he was exploding and that explosion as he joined the speed force and that explosion is what hit uh, her and Wally. You know, we, we even talked yeah, about it, it being time. a lightning bolt. Well, the, it, the, it, he was it, the lightning. It, it, 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're exactly right. It's like he was because uh, the Speed Force was basically in the lightning bolt. I would, you know, I guess you could you could kind of argue that. But in this case, Barry exploded, and the dark matter and Barry were kind of mixed. And so, I, yeah, I think that's how the the Speed Force got into Jesse. I I would argue that the Speed Force is Barry, and Barry is the Speed Force. Like he is, it, he is like even that entity that he was talking to. I think that is uh, that is a. Uh, the, the entity of the speed force is a shared consciousness possessed by all speedsters past, present and future. Yeah. That's kind of the impression that they gave. Right. So my, my whole thing is like, you know, like if, if someone gets, you know, touched by the speed force hit by the lightning, whatever it is, uh, technically it is Barry. And so I, 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 who knows, maybe I'm digging too much into it, but I, when, when they got hit by that explosion, that's kind of how I interpret it. Now we'll say this, her being of earth too. It's cool to see, like, like I know that her lightning was the same as his lightning, but there was something about it that just seemed a little different. It seemed like there was more of it and it was brighter. Right. And I mean, maybe it's because she's young or maybe it's because she's from Earth, too. I don't know. But uh, it just I don't know. There was something about Jesse being on the on the scene that really got me excited. And I was really worried that by the end of the episode, they were going to take her away. Yeah. Well, you know, Caitlin was sitting there talking about how, you know, she's she says to Jesse, you know, you got some serious speed. And so I wonder if it's something where like Jesse either being younger or being like less apprehensive about the power and more uh, willing to to test its limits is is going to be faster than Barry. Mm, maybe could be that, that's not beyond the realm of possibility. Yeah, because like that was the thing last season is, you know, there's there uh, were mental limits to him getting faster. Right, right. Well, and you know, if if you go based on the comics too, in terms of his proteges, Wally ends up being faster than Barry, uh, eventually in his career, and so you know, yeah. So that's that's definitely possible. You know, she has this kind of back and forth with Harry not wanting her to use her, her powers, just kind of being the worrying father. Uh, you know, he, he gets some pushback, but I mean, I think it's I think it's understandable where he's coming from with that. But it was a very great and uh and powerful and fun moment when he does you know state the words run jesse run yeah yeah i uh i tweeted out he said the thing yes because he said he said the thing my (laughs) only my only critique of that is i wish they hadn't put that in the promo i mean i get why they did because that's such like the pivotal line and it's such a you know the run so and so run is always been part of the series especially him delivering that line but but it was such a such a powerful moment that I, I i wish that they hadn't i wish i didn't know it was coming you know i wish i had wanted to see it without actually knowing that it was coming well due to all of my uh dvr atrocities last week i didn't know that was coming so when i saw it i was like yeah <laughs> <laughs> nice nice uh but yeah so she gets out there she does her thing um i, I was uh, I, the other thing I was worried about is that she wouldn't get a costume. So I was stoked to see that she does actually have a costume. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to that in the, in the coming weeks here. Uh, Harry being back, uh, you know, I'm all about it, man. Uh, he, he brings such a great dynamic to the team, especially uh, at this point in his life. You know, obviously this is a, a, a Harry that has, you know, his quest uh, is over. He has defeated zoom slash J slash Hunter. Uh, and so he, you know, he, he saved his daughter and uh, and everything is all fine, except for, of course, the super antics that are going on. And so to go for uh, back to Earth one to get some help from a fellow speedster, it makes a lot of sense. And uh, just seeing him his back and forth with uh, with Frost and with uh, and with Cisco as well. It's just I- I'm, I'm digging it. Although speaking of Frost, she is pulling a straight up Cisco of season two, isn't she? Yes. 
Well, I mean, like, she's like, oh, powers? Oh, I wouldn't know anything about powers. Well, why would I know anything about powers? <laughs> yeah, yeah her, her deni- the, the, the denial is strong with that one. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so and, and it's interesting that, you know, uh, there's been, they mentioned it online uh, about, you know, her mother coming in. And if we remember from season two, right. uh, Killer Frost on Earth 2 was all about those mommy issues. <laughs> and so it's it's going to happen. We're going to get an Earth One Killer Frost. Oh, yeah. Without question. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be great. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see how she keeps on progressing. Uh, you know, whenever Caitlin gets this kind of stuff, it makes me happy. Now, this episode, she didn't have a whole lot to do other than play a little bit of a mentee role or mentor role to uh, to Jesse. Uh, speaking of people that didn't have a whole lot to do, Cisco also took a backseat this uh, this particular episode. Yeah, he didn't seem to do much. Uh, he just kind of, you know. He reacted sat there and yeah, he, he reacted to stuff and he, and he kind of got back into Cisco mode. Although, uh, and I love seeing his disdain when the heroes uh, or the villains name themselves. Right. Right. He's like, man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, man, <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, his line that he had about, you know, calling Barry and he's like, why is he doing that? I don't know. Why, why didn't you turn it off? If I knew how to do it, I wouldn't have called you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was great back and forth between the two. So, uh, yeah, I mean, like, you know, Cisco and Frost taking a bit of a backseat uh, for this one. I think that makes sense. When you've got a cast this large doing a little shifting back and forth, it, it, it's a good thing to do. Make sure everybody gets their time as long as they have solid storylines that we can uh, follow throughout the season. And I think so far we have seen that. Well, can we talk back about Wally for just a second? Yeah, let's talk about Wally. So uh, the, the whole thing with, with Wally, yeah, he, he's starting to resent the fact that he didn't get powers and that everybody is like, Oh, you shouldn't want powers. It'd be totally lame to be a speedster. No, uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> right, right. you know, when he was talking to Frankie about it and Frankie kept saying that she had these dreams and Wally mentioned in that episode that he has dreams about, uh, about having speed. Okay. And did he say and, that directly though? I, I want to say he dreamed it. Like he said, I dream, I've dreamt about it or something like that. Huh? Okay. It, it was like, it was an offhand comment, I think. But, uh, and, and you kind of mentioned that, uh, you know, maybe there's that, that kind of like jealousy or whatever that's popping up in there. And that got me thinking, what if the, the kid flash that we'll see in this timeline on earth one is going to be more like a, uh, a, a dark flash, which is Wally from, an alternate timeline where Iris dies or no dark. You, you know who I'm talking about though? The dark flash where he's like, yeah, where he's got of kind of the, the silver, uh, silver and red costume. Yeah. 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 And that was, that was Wally, right? That wouldn't bury. No, that was Wally. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think so, man. I, I don't think they're going to go that route with them. It's an interesting concept. Um, you know, I, I think a lot of the predictions and that I've seen online is, is speculation is that Wally will turn to alchemy. Uh, that perhaps the dreams he's having may be tied to Flashpoint or or something of that nature. He'll find out through Barry that he was a, a speedster in the other universe, and so that'll be the way that he goes. So there may be kind of like a moment of dark. Maybe it might be a deal with the devil type deal. Yeah. Okay. I can yeah, see that's that. what I'm thinking. Like this isn't going to be like this is the Kid Flash we're going to see. This is going to be a thing where like alchemy gives him powers. He resents the fact that the Flash never told him that uh, he never helped him get these powers, and that he'll have this dark kind of Flash thing, and then he'll have a redemption arc where he comes to term with it and, you know, then becomes the kid flash that we all know and love. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. You know, they, they mentioned too, that a lot of these characters, uh, this idea that alchemy is, is activating their powers. 
you know, it's it's not like he is giving them powers or that they specifically have powers because they had powers in the other timeline. It's that the entire city got hit by, you know, the explosion, by the particle accelerator. So theoretically, you know, everyone's metagene has been like switched, you know, from uh, you know, from off to standby. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, and so, it just needs a, a certain stimulus to to set it off. Exactly. And so alchemy, you know, they 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 may obviously they're they're making this commentary that it's tied to flashpoint, so perhaps it has something to do with alchemy's awareness of flashpoint or something of that nature, but you know, they they all are still tied to that particle accelerator, or at least the the explosion that occurred back then. Um, you know, we'd speculated that around this time they'd probably need some kind of uh, refresh on how people are going to get their powers. And so, you know, tying it to Flashpoint and specifically Alchemy, I, I, I can kind of see that. It's 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 working for me at this point. Yeah. And I have to say, though, I disagree with uh, with Papa Joe's assumption that he isn't hasn't been affected by the dark matter because I'm pretty sure Dad Cop is his superhero persona. OK, Dad Cop. What is that? Is that a thing in the community that we've just never heard of before? Because I looked on Twitter and I couldn't find it. But that's that's pretty well, classic. Yeah, like yeah, good cop, bad cop, dad cop. Yes, <laughs> is, is that like a dad bod? Like, if you're a dad cop, do you have a dad bod? Uh, I I think Joe's rocking the dad bod for sure. Oh yeah, he's oh, got yeah. he's got he's got dad cop bod. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's 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 a bit of both. It's a bit of both. But no, man. Uh, yeah, dad cop. I'm I'm digging that. I I could definitely dig that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Actually, he did, he did a little bit of backseat parenting too, because Barry did uh, some of the, uh, the 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 hard love uh, talk with uh, with Wally. Yeah, yeah, man, poor Wally. That w- that would be a horrible kind of thing where it's like, because you know you have the situation where you know if you're like in a car accident or something like that, and you know you, uh, some other people like or a plane crash or something like that, you know some of the passengers die and you live. There's that thing like survivor's guilt where you, you feel guilty the fact that you survived and other people didn't. Uh, in this particular instance, it's like speed force guilt. Where, you know, <laughs> you're, you're, you're upset that you didn't get the superpower, that you weren't in a coma and uh, Barry, you know, just touched you and the spark gave you super speed or something like that. Could be. Uh, could be. Yeah. So that that would that would be a, a, a bad place to be. in, I would think especially how cool would that be to have super speed? I'd be awesome. Hey, by the way, um, I want pineapple is pointing out that uh, Papa Joe did get the best joke in the episode about the, uh, the, you're like my second daughter. <laughs> yes, that was great. <laughs> like that was, that was, that was such a self-aware joke. I love the fact that, uh, that, uh, uh, Judalina and David added that in there because, you know, there, there's always, you know, people, people joke about how Barry's super emotional and stuff like that on the internet. And for, <laughs> for Joe just to straight up come out and say it, yeah, you're kind of like my second daughter. You're always open about your emotions. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like, they, well, yeah, I gotta be more careful. <laughs> Good point, man. I mean, they, they, you know, there was a lot of a lot of potential fan nods, if not direct fan nods, throughout this uh, episode, and and that's that's kind of self referential stuff. Yeah, you're right, Judalina and David. Uh, we get a, what what other episodes have they done? I this is the first time I recall reading their names. I hope they have several other episodes this season because I'm I'm kind of liking what they did with this one. I thought it was I thought it was pretty good exclusive let's see so she was also an editor for so she's she's been on um she's worked kind of as a writer this season but this is the first time where the story is by her well they did a great job she and david because they may they may be my new favorite writers because i gotta tell you man the helping twins don't always bat a thousand we like saying their names but i mean i'll be honest they don't know and i know they're like the aren't they kind of the pseudo showrunners now uh they, they they seem to write a lot of episodes but like, like with Kreisberg and, and Berlanti kind of taking over for like a lot of different shows. Yeah, probably. Cobb, on the other hand, he did. He's written. Uh, let's see. 
he was a staff writer uh, earlier on, and he's he's been a staff writer for for some time. But I think this is the first one where like the story has been by him specifically. It seems like they've just promoted a couple staff writers, which is cool. Like, oh yeah, and they, they I mean, awesome stuff. Yeah, this this is definitely a great opportunity for them because they knocked it out of the park with this episode, I feel. Oh, what's a script coordinator? Script coordinator? I believe a script coordinator is someone who uh, goes through the script and uh, when you're filming an episode, they uh, write down what reel and frame each uh, shot's taking place in the scene, like in the, in the script. Okay. So that, so that that way in post you can uh, find where particular scenes are and edit stuff easier. Interesting. All right. Cause he was a script coordinator for Jessica Jones and daredevil. Oh really? Huh. Yeah. Less, less uh, I guess involved, but well, awesome. Yeah, no, they, they did a great job. They did a great job. You know, we got this introduction, of course, the character of uh, Magenta who, um, yes. you know, she it's, it's, it's one of these things where I thought that I was not going to dig her as a villain, but when she went all like pink eyes, I was like, "Oh dang!" <laughs> like, I was like, "Yeah," I, you know. She, I, it felt a little bit almost contrived at first, right? Because it's the whole, "Oh, you know, she, uh, you know, abusive." Frankie's uh, not here anymore, you know. Right, right, right. It's the whole, you know, multiple personalities and everything else, and oh, the abusive background, and on top of that, she's an orphan. It's like every single potential villain origin story cliche you can think of. Which I mean, you know, that's that's the origins of this comic book character. And so, you know, I wasn't like expecting much out of her, but yeah, when she went all like pink eyes, I was like, oh dang. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And on top and of that, yeah. the, the stakes of picking up the tanker and lifting it on top of a freaking hospital. Effortlessly. Oh, effortlessly. Like, but I mean, just like, so over the top, you want to kill the one dude. So you're going to dro- drop an oil tanker on a building. Yeah, the entire building. I mean, that's, that's some, <laughs> that's some Joker level stuff, man. Like she's, that, mm, they, they did her up big. And of course, in the end, it's more of a battle for her soul, right? Cause her power level's too high to be able to contend with, even with two speedsters. And so Barry, you know, talks her out of it and talks her down and uh, sets her up on the right path. Here's the thing. She just lifted a tanker on time and almost took out an entire hospital. And they're just going to let her go. That's the thing is like Barry murdered people in season two for way less than that. Right. Right. And I mean, I, obviously I don't want him to to offer. I always got mad whenever he was killing anybody anyway. And I'm not saying kill her, but I mean, like, shouldn't he, shouldn't like she go to like therapy or some sort of like bell rev or, or something instead of like, Oh, here's a nice or maybe family. She could be like, yeah, yeah. M- maybe they, they could be like, Hey, uh, you know, do you mind since, you know, you're a foster kid and one of your foster parents is in prison and I don't know what happened to the other one. Why don't you stay at Star Labs for a bit? We'll monitor you. And then if things get crazy, we can shove you in the pipeline. I, I mean, right? Like, you know, maybe a little Xavier's school for gifted metas or something or Wells's school for gifted metas. Hey, that's what Harry could do. Yeah. Yeah. There that's, you go. That's what needs to happen. But yeah, no, that was that was the one thing I was like, she just she just. We're just fine with that. Okay. We, th- we got somebody this unstable of a person out there with this much power. We're just going to set her up with this nice family because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got news for you. She, she snaps one day. That nice family, they're going to be gone. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, you know, you know, mom, can I go out to the party this weekend? Absolutely not. Young lady, you, you didn't do your chores this week. And all of a sudden the house gets like all the wiring in the house comes alive and strangles everybody. Yeah, jet airplane is going to fall from the ceiling, you know? <laughs> Oh my gosh. But yeah, no, uh, she was, she was terrifying. And, and, you know, survey says she will definitely be back at some point. You know, and, and here's another thing too, about her character that I was wondering about, like, uh, Claris, we don't really know too much about him, but it didn't seem 
there was no indication at least that he had any sort of uh, mental conditions or whatnot. And I wonder if the fact that Frankie has struggled with mental illness, especially uh, a dissociative disorder was key in her ability to suppress the flashpoint version of herself, the, the, the magenta version of herself. See, here's the thing though, that comic book character actually has multiple personality disorder. Ah, like the, did not know that. Yeah, so the 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 flashpoint, I you know, I, and I get they didn't make it very clear, and maybe intentionally so, um, but I don't think it's because like there were two versions of her, one being connected with Flashpoint. I think it's because she has multi multiple personality disorder, and so that that's why she was able to push it back. Yeah. Okay. But um, you know. That's that's kind of part of it. It's kind of part yeah. of it. But overall, really enjoyed this episode. And I, you know, I love that we got some clarification on something that you and I have speculated uh, about a lot last season, which is the idea that uh, every single Earth has its own timeline. So if you are on Earth one, you have your own timeline versus being on Earth two. Yeah, we got that clarification. A lot of people were tweeting in on that, which is great. Uh, but here's the thing: it opens up a lot of uh, is problems the right word? I don't know. It, there's there's well, yeah, I, I agree. Like it, when I started thinking about it, it started to make sense to me because these Earth one, and Earth two. If you interpret them as different dimensions, like completely separate time space continuums, then, yeah, it makes it makes perfect sense. But the fact that they can travel between the two exactly. adds a lot of complications in there. And so that's going to bring us to this week's Speedster Speculation. OK, man, so we heard Last week, Cisco refers specifically to Harry. On top of that, we got Harry coming through the speed cannon and everybody's interacting as though they have a previous existing relationship with them. However, he pops in and was like, speed lab? And like, I, I don't get me wrong. I dig the story element wise of, of he and Barry being in this new timeline and having a pre-existing knowledge of the one that came before. I like that level of connection between the two of them. Yeah, yeah, because it's because it, you know there's always that camaraderie. Like we've had it for two seasons, and it was great, and I loved it. Even though the first season he was a bad guy, and the second season he was, you know, kind of not as good as he could have been. I guess. Well, he was a jerk. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, he had a lot on his plate, but and they were two different. Like that's the thing. The first season we were dealing with Eobard. The second season we were dealing with, you know, Earth Two Harry, and now we're dealing with an Earth Two Harry that. You know, he's he's a little bit more stable. And since like, you know, his his goals have been accomplished, everything's fine. You know, we're all fine. We're all fine here. How are you? But <laughs> they've got <Directly>. now <laughs> they've got now this uh this this idea that, you know, this new timeline exists and Barry created the timeline. But again, here's the problem. So <sighs> Harry So who's the Harry that Cisco's referring to? And where did he come from? Because I asked the question, did season two happen? And the general consensus of everyone, including myself, is yes. But if that's the case, if you had people jumping back and forth in that, in this, in this past, this newly created past from a different timeline, then how do they, hopefully I'm explaining it well enough so that I don't have to continue explaining it because people understand what I'm saying. Chat room, you, you follow me on this? Like there's a bit of a breakdown. If you know, the changes in this timeline don't affect Harry, which I like that concept. Uh, how does he, you know, how does that affect the past when you're dealing between two different worlds? Yeah, it's difficult, right? Because it's. And now, now Wana pineapple offers up a potential suggestion here, which is that it's only the time between seasons. That's different, which is not necessarily true, but, um, cause I think we, we can assume 
that uh, uh, a, a, more 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 differences are at play, right? It's not just the three months um, that uh, the like Julian's been around for longer than three months is is the way that I'm interpreting the relationship that we've got. It was with a year. Was it a year? I thought it was three I, I months. Think, I thought they said uh, that like I can't believe I've been working with this guy for 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 a year. Oh right, right. So Jul- so Julian, yeah, yeah, exactly. So. In this new timeline, it's been longer than three months that, that they've had a pre-existing relationship. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, if they if they put the speed lab together in the last three months, but that looks more like a longer process than three months. And and it was insinuated that had been there for a while. Because, I mean, like the, the cosmic treadmill was there. Uh, it, it seemed to me like this is one of those things where, yeah, this is, this is kind of... Of course, there's a speed lab. Maybe it's a time remnant. With a speed lab, the time remnant. I, all right. So, so seriously though, what what is this, man? Uh, Harry is as Harry okay. Is, so yeah, hit me. Earth two has its own timeline. Yep. Which is what it seems like happened. Yeah. Well, it's, However, it's Harry, been defined. That that is that is a fact. Yes. Yeah, so that is a fact. So Harry spent a significant amount of time on Earth one last season. He doesn't seem to recall Cisco being in Mopey State. Uh, obviously, there's no speed lab. That was new. But that can be explained in, in that maybe in between seasons, that's when they built it, uh, which is maybe why Barry wouldn't know. Uh, maybe Cisco's brother died in between seasons. Maybe all the stuff that's different with the exception of uh, Julian, which Harry would not know about, are the things that changed. Maybe, maybe anything that Harry is involved with is quantumly linked through the dimensional barriers uh, to that original timeline. And that stuff is immutable because for some reason, I guess time travel can't affect multiple Earths. All right. Here's one for you. Okay. What if Barry is time? What if like all of existence is predicated on his present? Because I, I look, I've taken a position with this show now, where it's like, you know, they, they, you know, they've clearly got their own rules. That that has never been in question. They, they were going to define their own rules as they go along, or or what have you. Uh, and they've they've thrown a couple of curveballs throughout the time. But now my whole deal is like, all right, if we see it, it happened. You know what I mean? Like it's not like it didn't happen. We saw it, so it happened. So now the question is, how did it happen? Why did it happen? And like what, what, you know, how can we kind of headcanon our way around it? Which we've talked about, I think even last episode, how that's kind of part of the fun for us is to try to figure, figure it out all out. <laughs> but now I'm starting to think, all right, so what if philosophically present only exists for Barry? Like his present is present. He, his, his very being is the embodiment of all time. Well, so. I don't know because this is weird and, and, and Jude brings up this point in the chat. Uh, he writes, uh, I think that he created a new timeline and he just replaced himself, though they ignore the part that he should forget about the old timeline. But hey, and, and that's what's really weird to me is that no, no, the no. Flashpoint timeline okay. was, you know, because of that timeline was so, I guess, radically different that uh, his memories of the previous timeline were being erased. But that has not happened. When okay. He went back. This and, continues and had to his mom be killed. This continues to be a thing. Like I, I've seen this continue to be an argument. And it's bothered a lot of people. That that does not bother me because I've always seen it as it, it having more to do with him losing his speed rather than him losing his memories. Like he, but he didn't lose his speed. 
Now he in, in Flashpoint he was actively losing his speed at the same rate that he was losing his memories. Oh, he was losing speed. That's right. Right. So okay, that, yeah, that makes sense then. Okay, and, I, I can, I can, I can uh, jump on that theory. All right. So that that's that's the way. Like you know that that has not bothered me. Now I've gotten you know actually. Um, uh, Starkville Labs, if you want to go over to that one, uh, Derek and I have that debate. He makes some really good points as to why that's not the case. Uh, and I do concede that, you know, he, there's, there's a solid argument to be made for why that shouldn't matter. Uh, that being said, I still, I still stand by my observation and, and theory, which is that, you know, he's able to retain his memories because he's a speedster in a, in a timeline as he becomes connected to a timeline in which he is no, not a speedster, uh, then he would actively start to lose his, his, his speed, which would disconnect him from the timeline and make him exist as part of that timeline and less uh, timeline omniscient, right? Or, or uh, you which know, brings you back to your point rather. that there is time, right? Well, exactly, right? So if if he, to some extent, he exists out, outside of time and all time exists because of him. So again, high concept there, but if that's the case, then that means that Wells also being outside of this timeline experienced time as it relates to Barry. So Barry's present was his present, as is Barry's present now. So that, and this is a little bit more high concept than I wish it was, but this is about the okay, best I can no, do. I, I, I get it. I get it. Okay. So when Barry uh, comes back from the past, after Reverse Flash killed his mom, Reverse Flash carries him back to the future and then pieces out, at that instant, Harry's timeline is... Uh, I guess altered to the point where uh, he Harry experiences the same stuff that happened in season one, whereas no one else in that timeline experienced exactly what happened in season one. It was slightly different. It's like this season two didn't like this timeline season two for all intents and purposes didn't happen like this new timeline began like when, like the time exists when Barry exists, like when, when our quote unquote present Barry exists. So like he went back from the time that he left in the past to the present, which is like, and so this timeline based on that information starts from that moment forward. So are you telling me that there's no Patty Spivet in this new timeline? <sighs> um, the info, how do I get to be Patty for Patty? Well, if Patty doesn't exist. The question is, where is Lin- naked Linda Park? That's really what what the question is. <laughs> the- She's alchemy. She's got to be alchemy. She's alchemy. She got She's so alchemy. frustrated. She got all the clothes, and she's wearing all the clothes now. <laughs> and so that's who's underneath yeah, she, that mask. She went and she found some some Fallout power armor and a, a philosopher's stone, and was like, you know what? Uh, light powers are cool, but I would rather give people powers from other universes as opposed to doppelgangers from other Earths. She's naked Bam. in the park. Alchemy is naked little park. And there you go. Wow. Yep. Good on you, man. All right. We solved it. All, All right. right. But, but, but anyway, back to, <laughs> back to the whole point. <laughs> um, yeah. it's not, it, that did happen because it was part of Barry's present. So anything that Barry experienced in the present is part of his past. And therefore it did happen. And it's part of the building blocks that make his current present. So his current present is built up of the stuff that happened in his past present that doesn't actually have happened in his current future present. Are you trying to confuse me or was that, do, do, do I need to go back and follow that logic? Well, no. Okay. So let me, let me rephrase it. So it's more logical. So Barry's present is a culmination 
of his past, which did happen, but did not happen for those in his present. Accurate. Exactly. Yes. I mean, it's I one of those close things. close my eyes and follow that like in my brain <laughs> when well, I said that. <laughs> and so it's one of those things, right? Like that has to be it so far as the information that we have is anyway, like that, that's, that's gotta be it because that's it. Like Barry, it's, it's really, it's an interesting conundrum and they're, they're doing some interesting things. It goes back to the theory of perhaps personal timelines, except for instead of everybody having their own individual personal timelines, it's really Barry's personal timeline defines what is time for everyone because that's what time is for Barry. And so it gets a little weird, but because of that, it allows for people from other earths to exist outside of the changes that he makes to the timeline. Hence why, you know, earth three Jay Garrick is able to pop in with previous knowledge of who Barry is and their adventures together, as well as not being impacted by the time travel changes that Barry's, you know, currently doing. Um, Speaking of Jay Garrick on earth three, how funny would it be if when he pulled him into the Dawson's Creek, 1990 restaurant thing, if he was asking him, like, you know, why are you messing up the timeline? And he was like, I learned it from you, Dad. <laughs> I learned it from watching you. <laughs> right. Well, and, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of great questions that are being thrown out there in the chat. Uh, one of Pineapples who says, so uh, are we asking if the future was affected? Uh, is Gideon's newspaper still relevant? Um, I would say that uh, to some... I don't even think the writers remember Gideon's newspaper. I don't think the writers remember Gideon sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> We the still future room like like we still haven't yeah, gotten you know, a clear. It, no, they've used the future room. They used it uh, in in you know to to put Jesse and Wally in. Like here, you're right, good. They, they hid them in there. There wasn't like Gideon should have been like, oh hey, you got a speedster that's running around. Maybe I can have some future tech that's super cool that could help you with that. Yeah, Wally, you should have busted a move while you were in there. Come on, man. Uh, yeah, yeah seriously. Man, I don't know, man. I think when it all comes down to it, like I said, I, I that's my understanding of it. I don't. It's a very loose understanding of it. I have, I'm having a hard time even like drawing it out in my head. Honestly, one of the reasons I wanted to do, uh, the, the Facebook live tonight is actually, I had it set up and everything for me to be able to draw on a little paint dock and like, you know, do a diagram actively while we're doing it. So, uh, maybe next week if, uh, if the speedster speculation is relevant and Facebook live is working again, uh, we'll be able to draw, draw all this stuff out again. So we'll see what happens, but, uh, yeah, there you go. Speedster speculation. Uh, Harry exists outside of time because he's on a different world and Barry's present is everyone else's reality and everybody else's past doesn't matter because it's not Barry's past. Barry's past is the only one that matters and theoretically so is his future. Yes. Time travel. That's speedster speculation, but uh, hey, before we jump into uh, your feedback, we've actually got a new sponsor for the show. Do we now? Yes, we do. Uh, You like running fast? You like staying on top of things? You like caffeine? I do like caffeine. That we all need our caffeine. It's just part of it. But why just drink caffeine? Why just have uh, your everyday boring, you know, big company coffee? No, 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 no. What you want is some uh, fine roasted, hand selected uh, coffee by one of the uh, the biggest coffee nerds I have ever met in my entire life. Uh, and those are the coffee nerds over at beanfruit.com. If you go to beanfruit.com and use the code podcast, you can actually get 5% off. Uh, of your next order. It helps support this podcast when you do. So we encourage you to do it for that reason. Uh, but we also encourage you to do it because there really is some excellent, excellent, 
excellent coffee there. Uh, you know, I, I'm not somebody who I would consider like a coffee snob, or at least I wasn't. Once I started drinking their stuff, it's it's awoken something in me, man. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> it's really really good stuff. So beanfruit.com. Use the code podcast for five percent off when you order beanfruit.com. This is David Sobolov, the voice of Gorilla Grodd on The Flash. And you're listening to Flash TV Talk. I am Grodd. All right, man. Great listener feedback in. We got an email in from uh, Amy. You want to read Amy's email? Yes. Uh, Amy writes, Hi, Bo and Bell. I just wanted to drop you a line to thank you for your excellent podcast. I've arrived late to the podcast party, so I've binged your whole first two seasons over the summer while rewatching the show. Oh, dang. Yeah, that's that's impressive. <laughs> uh, I felt kind of like a time traveler because I knew what was going to happen while you were <laughs> speculating and I was shouting at the podcast when you were so very right and didn't even know. <laughs> uh, I was pleased this week to see Eobard Thawne off creating havoc throughout the time uh, in Legends. Uh, as that would probably ease Bo's frustration. Yes. I was pretty sure that good old Eobard would be up to some kind of time-related shenanigans, so I'm pleased that he did it early on. Anyway, your podcast amps my enjoyment up from one hour of The Flash to two, and I absolutely love the way you talk about it, so I'm really happy that the two of you keep on keeping on. Mm-hmm. I'm totally happy for you not to... Uh, Wait, <laughs> I'm totally happy for you not to read my email out as it's just a great big thank you for doing what you do. Well, too bad. Too bad, Amy. We're reading it out anyway. Uh, I would be forever grateful, though, if Bell could just say hi on one of the episodes. I've developed the most incredibly huge crush on <laughs> Yes. <laughs> too much listening to you guys and incessantly would love it to make my day month year. Much love and fist bumps. Hello, Amy. How are you doing? Thank you for your lovely email. I greatly appreciate it. That's Oh, yeah. If if you could see me right now, I'm totally blushing. Uh, (laughs) But but thank you again for your email. And hello. How are you doing? I hope you have a wonderful evening. There you go. Just made a love connection right there. How about that? (laughs) (laughs) Amy, thank you so much. That's uh, high praise. We really appreciate it. Uh, We also got on Facebook, William Marchbanks. Uh, who wrote in saying, uh, dudes, Arrow just totally gave Flash TV Talk a shout out. In the previous uh, episode, Green Arrow is training the new teams. And he says, uh, he was, and tells them in the darkest Green Arrow voice, ring that bell. <laughs> See, it's, 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 it's crazy, these things. These things, they happen. And it's like, there's no way that they don't know. It's, they know. it's coincidence. Come on. No, there's no, there's no coincidences in life. I, I look, I'm look, if, if you're that kid, whoever you are out there, if like there's, there's, there's some, there's this concept of like the Illuminati that's connected with the show that also listens to this podcast. Who's like controlling these things. If you're out there and you're a member of the Illuminati, that's, that's doing that. Uh, let us know. Yeah. And let me in on the Illuminati thing. Cause that would be awesome. I want to meet some lizard people. Yeah, no, that would be, that'd be great. That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, we also got one in from uh, Reading Raybo. Uh, this is an iTunes review. It says, awesome podcast. One of my favorite Flash podcasts of all time. You guys are awesome to listen to, and I can't wait to hear what you have to say about the next episode. Uh, well, thank you so much, Reading Rainbow. We, uh, we appreciate you writing us an iTunes review. Hey, we'd appreciate all of you to head over to iTunes and write us a review. It's a great way to help support the show uh, and uh, and give us some great positive feedback. I got to tell you, that kind of positive feedback, uh, you know, be it emails or, or iTunes reviews and otherwise, they go a long way. And we really, really appreciate that. Uh, it helps kind of fuel us up as we, we take a look at every single show and uh, spend careful time meticulously going through every single angle and theory and uh, uh, speculation that we possibly can. We do it because we, we want to share them with you and uh, really enjoy that you enjoy the show. Uh, you can also enjoy more 
from us as well. In fact, uh, you know, last season we started this, I, I don't even know what to call it, um, a complimentary series of Legends TV Talk, which was a, uh, you know, a, a, a amalgam of, of podcasters from all over the DC TV podcast world. Coming podcasting to the, legends. I mean, podcasting world. legends. I mean, like it, it has to be said, podcasting legends. Uh, the problem with with dealing with so many legends is that scheduling is really difficult. <laughs> They're all divas. They're all divas. Every, almost as much divas as Cher. Every single one of them. Almost, almost as much as Cher. All right, but see, here's the thing. We can't turn back time to make season one better, but we can set things right for season two. Uh, and in fact, there are new hosts. Although that being said, Bell, you are actually now a regular weekly host of Legends TV Talk. Is that correct? I am. There, there are, in fact, uh, three regular weekly hosts for Legends TV Talk. Myself, Kyle Krause, and Will Benson. You know, <laughs> Will is Lieutenant Mindcrime in the chat, and I love how he... Uh, he said there's there's a podcast hosted by Bell and two awesome hosts. So the the other hosts are awesome. And I just I just run I just I just kind of run things. Well, into no, the no, you're you're legendary. You're legendary. You maintain the legendary. Hang on to that. That's true. I'm super legendary. I am. I am. There you go. There you go. I mean, a- Amy seems to to appreciate me. They- Will. <laughs> <laughs> Well, one way or the other, Legends TV Talk, check it out uh, on iTunes and, of course, Satchel. You can subscribe to the show on the Satchel Podcast Player. Do it. Send us a few shekels for doing it. Shekels, that's a word, right? Uh, Shekels were an ancient uh, currency used by the Israelites. All right. So modern money would be good. Uh, you can. Send that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if, if you have some shekels laying around, they could be worth something. Do it. Satchel podcast player. If you're not listening to podcasts on Satchel, you should be Satchel podcast player or satchelplayer.com. Find local podcasts with it. You can also subscribe to the show on any other podcast player. Write us those reviews on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at flash TV talk. But if 140 characters isn't enough to express your love for our show, feel free to email us at flash at podastery.com. That's P-O-D-A-S-T-E-R-Y.com. And for the latest news and daily discussions on all things Flash, be sure to like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Flash TV Talk. Also, a special thanks to Charlie Bach for providing our outro music. Be sure also to uh, check out our webcomic, The Brogues. We actually are uh, going to include a, a Brogues uh, issue in this particular, in the show notes for this episode. But go over to thebrogues.com. Check us out because we are continuing on the, uh, the, the, the fast point love over there. In fact, we're just now kicking off our uh, fast point parody story. So if you have not uh, checked out the brogues, get caught up uh, every single week at the brogues.com. Also mentioned, I already mentioned the iTunes reviews, free comics. Sometimes so whenever we get a multiple of 10, we're pretty close. So one or two more, and we'll be giving out a free comic next week. Make it happen. Write us a review on iTunes. We already gave our contact information. I think that's going to do it for us for this week. But uh, hey, we'll make it easy for you. Go to flashtvtalk.com for the links to all of that good stuff. Until next time, we'll be back in a flash. Here's how we're start. You know how we're gonna start this. Uh, the way we finished it. Mm. There's even there's even a ship like a tanker on it. If I could turn <laughs>
It's appropriate and relevant. Bring it, Cher. Bring it. I don't know why I did the thing oh, but, but, but maybe... Oh, change clothes. That, ah. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't do that. I can't even pay attention to the song anymore. Oh, oh, 80s. Come on. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't want to see that dress. I'll be honest. Back time. Up together. Sorry, sorry, the green arrow. No, no, that's great. That that is. I needed that. I know. I needed that. That's good. The the, the gag here is that you know she says if I could turn back time, which is relevant, and she's on a ship, which is also relevant. That's right. That's right. So, and she is also doing her thing without a costume, or well, it's in a costume, but just without the rest of the costume. Yeah. Well, I mean, come on. It's share. Yeah. Why? 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 Because it's shared. I can't look away. See, I'm glad I'm not watching it. Uh, I'm just, I'm just listening to it, and I can still like see her straddling the battleship's main gun. <laughs> yeah, she, she is doing that, and now she's that doing some kind of like, like burned into my memory. <laughs> <laughs> One of pineapple. We are talking about shares. Nineteen. Oh, you know what? I need to have this prepared beforehand. Uh, um, it was. Uh, it, it was. If you could turn back time, share. I'm not sure what year it came out. It was definitely the '80s. I, I see no numbers in front of me, but I don't need to to know this came out in the '80s. Yes, this is this is uh, from Shares' uh, hit single. If I could turn back time, released June 1st, 1989. Where she dances in what some would consider an outfit, what others <laughs> might consider a piece of cloth and some fishnet uh, <laughs> things, uh, and she is dancing on a battleship. Which that was back in the '80s when we still had battleships. I want to no make an observation, them. but I'm not going to. I'm not going to. That it, yeah, it, this this is this, this is, is a, a this is a work safe, family friendly. I, we are we are. I'm looking. I'm I'm looking at some of these photos from that video, and oh, I'm watching the video. Also, I, she doesn't I, I so much as dance as she does just kind of like she's just kind of there. You know, she doesn't have to dance. Uh, no, she's share. She, yeah, exactly. We should go on record as stating that we do we love share like that that. I mean, not like fully, fully support share, fully, fully support, support share. share. We are share. We share fans. Do might not be too strong. fully support shares clothing choice in the seminal 1989 
video for if I could turn back time. Well, it's one of those things, man. The 80s gave us a lot of music videos that they, it, it couldn't take back. <laughs> even even if it could nope. if, if it could turn back time, man. <laughs> like that's the thing. She was singing about if she could turn back time to not go and do this video, right? Future like Future Share. Yes, Future Share went back in time and released a song about not releasing that yes, song. Yes. Oh my gosh. Great. All right. Excuse me. Yeah, see this thing, I could play the bumps, but after all the technical issues we've had, not going to. Just going to jump on into it. Sorry, guys. <laughs> you, you may destabilize the universe if you do anything else tonight. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, man, everything it's, it's, it's is a mess. This is a mess. But uh, for those, I think Green Arrow and uh, Wanna Pineapple, y'all are troopers. So thanks for being here. Josh Paul, thank you, too. Josh, you as well. Y'all go ahead. Let them know on Twitter. Go ahead and say, hey, listening to Flash TV Talk Live, Mixer.com slash Pottery. Let's, let's, let's bring a few others in if we can. Uh, yeah, tell them this is the most fun you've ever had listening to a podcast <laughs> live. Maybe the most fun you've ever had listening to share? Uh, yeah, that that's probably and again, we here at Flash TV Talk have the utmost respect for Cher. We are and all that she has done. One hundred percent not anti Cher. However, it, just go watch the video for Turn Back Time, or don't, then, or don't, or don't, or, or don't. don't. We're not advocating to go watch. We we want to make sure that it's clear. We are a hundred percent not necessarily actively pro Cher, but we are definitely not anti Cher. Yes, but we are pro Cher. Uh, we're share neutral. We're share neutral, but we're like the Switzerland of share opinion. Yeah, but like, but like with a little extra like emphasis on the the positive side of neutral. Sure, we would trade with share during a time of war, but not with share's uh, enemies. Yeah, no, it depends on who her enemies were. What if her enemies were Beyonce? Ooh, that's the then thing. all that's the single the ladies would be on her side. That's and what I'm that saying. That would be yeah. You can't do it. We, in that case, that would be a, a, a hard, uh, you know, we'd have to draft a uh, resolution of neutrality in that particular instance. I'm just saying that it's all day, all the time, every day, all day, every day, share all the way, unless Beyonce is an option. Yes. Or anyone else. What I'm saying <laughs> is, what I'm saying is, share on her own is awesome. But if there is other options, I'm not saying I wouldn't take those other options. In terms of music or just general hangoutness or whatever. Yeah. If we, someone was like, hey, do you want to come hang out with Cher? I'm not going to be like, no. No, I would totally. Are you kidding me? I would totally hang out with Cher. Now, if they said like, hey, would you hang out? Uh, you got two options. Hang out with Cher or say, you know, uh, Carrot Top. I, no, I would hang out with Cher. I, it, it, tough call though, right? Tough call. It, you know, it is. It is. It is. <laughs> That's a hard one. That's, That's a hard, really hard. It's a hard one to do. If, Wait, hold on. Is is this pre roids? If it uh, was, carrot top or post roids carrot top? It, <laughs> I haven't been. I'm not that much of a carrot top fan to know what's going on with carrot top. Just Google a picture of carrot top, and like the the guy has done more steroids than every professional wrestler combined. Well, fair enough. I was trying to stay in the Vegas wheelhouse, but one way or the other, you've got share. Share calls you up, said, "Hey, I'm going to brunch. Do you want to come with?" You say. Yes. And now, okay, but here's the thing. Here's the thing now, Bell. Not like five minutes later, Cher has just called you up. You have just said you're going to brunch with her. You get another phone call. David Blaine has called you. He also wants to go to lunch. Wait for it. The exact same time. What do you do, Matthew Bell? Man, that's tough. Who are you going I've with? made the obligation to share. I mean, you made the obligation to share. But it's David Blaine. But it's Street David, magic's pretty cool. It's David Blaine. I mean, how could you? I mean, so that's the thing. If Cher calls up and wants to go to brunch, you say yes. If anybody else offers the exact same time, 
you, you, you might say yes to the other person. You might have to. You might have yeah, to. Yeah, you, you might have to flip flop. That's right. That's <sighs> just the way it is. Welcome to Share TV oh. Talk. One <laughs> <laughs> of Pineapple says, little known fact, I listen to Flash TV Talk for the Share Talk. You know what? A lot of other people do, especially the two CW executives who are currently in the Mixler chat. Thank you for joining us as well. All right. I just, this one goes out to Wanna Pineapple. The timeline. <laughs> if I could find Wale. The Speed Force. Oh, see, I was going for the run. Oh, yeah, that's true. All the plane of the alchemy. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We should probably do it back to the show. Maybe. It's only been a half hour into this. I know, I know. This is a complete train wreck. This is a complete train wreck. <laughs> I don't blame share. Look, I don't blame share no, because as it has no. been stated already several times on this podcast, we are not anti share. We are not. We're not. We're not. I just want to listen to share. <laughs> if I could listen to share, if I could instead of recording this podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's about be like an that. option to entertain no 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 no. this i you know what it no. is i i i uh i was on starkville labs and starkville house of l uh in their last episode and i think i think derek may have rubbed, it's rubbed off, off. yeah yeah yes. now, all i want yes, to do absolutely. is derail everything and just talk about share well it doesn't also curse help you derek that, uh, russell curse you <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't also help that the bar that i or I, I i guess the park that i take my dog to is also a bar and so uh I take my dog there Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Wednesday I leave directly from there and come here and record this podcast. So you're just you're letting everyone no, know. You're wasted. That's fine. That's fine. You're wasted. That's I fine. may have some sauce in me when I get home. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm just be forewarned. Yeah, we. This is a train wreck. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna. This be is fine. gonna be a great season, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Look, here's what it's gonna come I'm down so to. Excited. I'm, I'm so excited to actually edit this thing. It's gonna be crazy. Um, <laughs> like that's crazy. That's that's insane. Who who has a name like that? I mean, our, I mean, it's not, sh- it's not share. Yeah, that's, that's true. No, no. What is, she, what if shares last name is Kevorkian? Stop it. Oh my gosh. That's, that's why, why she, she only, Oh, <laughs> you know what she had to wow. do? She had to turn back time. I don't know why I said the things I said. <laughs> it's because your name's Kevorkian. She right. doesn't know what she said because she was in a homicidal rage. Oh my gosh! She was just like euthanizing people left and right. All right, seriously, we—I'm cutting all of this out of the show. This is completely wasted audio right now. <laughs> Don't get me wrong; I hope the- I'm the one causing it. I get it, but <laughs> still, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I just hope that uh, those of you listening right now in the Mixler channel are enjoying this because this is this is for you guys. This is for you guys. That's right. That's right, Jude. Uh, I see that. List out. List out some other fan nods in the, in the show. We'll, we'll make reference. Um, Sorry about that. Sorry, I was listening to Game of Thrones. I know, I know. That's a that's a beautiful rendition too. It is. I mean, you know, my version's better. Dum dum da dum dum da dum 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 bell 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 bell. Have you have you heard effing Game of Thrones? That one? No, but we are live, so yeah, that's why I didn't say the word. Hey, kids, here's share. Oh, 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 look away, kids. Look away. Look away. <laughs> All right. Oh. Do not look directly into share. <laughs> That's terrible. We are not Make anti. Odds. We, again, not anti share here. 
Um, not anti-share. You can check out his stuff at insert Charlie stuff here because it's not in the show notes again. It's, it's the show notes. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry, Charlie. I, Come on, man. I don't know that it's going to be Charlie this time. Oh. By share, <laughs> just got to the one where she's straddling the gun. Oh god, that's, but, that's, but, that's the best slash worst part of that. But she is fully clothed, at least in that shot. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Or she's wearing some semblance of clothes. This is going to be a nightmare to edit. Noise. Do you think she watches the Flash? Share? Yeah. I mean. If William Shatner does. Right. You know, we should get William Shatner. Don't can, can we can we please try to get William Shatner on the show? Like oh, I, I, I think I'd he's rather to have... the point now in his career where he just doesn't care. Like if he had the time, I bet he'd do it. I bet he would. Okay. It, it is a great song. It is <laughs> Oh, wait, here comes the key change. Oh, no, I missed it. It's later. That's all right. Dude, that key change is where it's at. Like, that's the best key change in all of music. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.